Hello. Hello. to Three Stooges Throwback, the comprehensive, encyclopedic compendium of all things Three Stooges. From woman haters to sappy bullfighters, from Curly to Shemp, and even to Joe. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and I'm looking at all 190 shorts produced for Columbia Pictures by the Three Stooges comedy team. That's right, the show is back. We are broadcasting from Screwball Studios to all the Stooge fans out there. Every sporadic episode, I'm presenting my opinions as well as some researched, poorly researched, moderately researched facts. What kind of nonsense is this? This episode, we have a good one. It's the 22nd of 190 Three Stooges Columbia Shorts. This is Three Dumb Clucks. Shut up and start talking. This one was filmed February 1st to the 5th, 1937, and was released April 17th, 1937, which is about one month later than the previous one, Dizzy Doctors. Uh, here's the typical disclaimer. I watch this on daily motion, as usual. I also use threestooges.net, IMDB, and Wikipedia. So, on with the show. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Like I said, this is the 22nd short. Obviously, this is in the era of Curly still. So, this one is Curly, Larry, and Moe. Produced by Jules White. Directed by Del Lord. These are familiar names now. Story and screenplay by Clyde Bruckman. Once again, we've heard about him in several of the episodes. This one is a send-up of the feature film Three Smart Girls, which was a musical comedy. I looked it up and I didn't see anyone's name that I recognized. And so, <laughs> that uh, that stopped the research. <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, we open on the boys in prison. Curly is dusting. Larry is uh, doing the wash <laughs> in a, you know, in a wash tub, basin. Moe's laying on the couch, laying on the in his bunk, uh, smoking a cigar. Uh, he says, "Hey, wash these socks," and he throws them over to Larry when they and they land on the table and they stand up like boots. Kind of funny little thing. You can see the strings that are holding them up. <laughs> they get a letter, a letter delivered from their mama, saying that they've they've got to get out of jail immediately and stop Daddy from remarrying. Daddy has run off. He's going to remarry some floozy. So the Stooges ponder how they'll get out of jail. Larry says, Larry finally says, well, let's use the tools. And they say, what tools? And he says, the tools we've been using for the last 10 years. So they've been in jail for 10 years. Oh, those tools. So they go over and they lift up the mattress and it's like all different files and drills and hammers and mallets and all kinds of stuff. And so... Uh, they put up a men at work sign, and they get to work. <laughs> Mo says, uh, "Mo, they say, how are we going to use the, the 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 drill? It's a it's an electric drill." So Mo calls the guard over. He grabs his uh, his electric shaver, and he calls the guard over. And he holding he's holding the plug to the drill, and he hands it to the guard, and he says, "Will you plug this in so I can shave?" And the guard says, "Oh, sure." And he walks over and plugs it in. 
So then they start using the drill and Moe's fake shaving, you know. And Curly's just drilling hole after hole in the wall. Jill's hole's in a big circle. They try and, there's you trying to break through. He says, use your head. So he starts bashing his head and they pick, they end up picking him up and throw him through the wall. And uh, it's very obviously a stunt man. He's got a full head of hair. But anyway, he smashes through the wall. So they escape. So we cut to, they're at the gates of this uh, rich home. Wrought iron, fancy gates. So they end up smashing their way through the gate, which is which ends up being uh, unlocked anyway. So they run up and they peek in the window. And uh, there is their dad, which is Curly, doing pulling double duty here as Popsy. He's their father. He's sitting there with a dame on his lap. He's got these big mutton chops. We've got Lucille Lund, who plays Daisy. She is the blonde gangster mall, whatever. Well, we don't know that yet. So, anyway, she's the blonde lady floozy that, that Popsy's going to marry. So, anyway, Lucille Lund in 1933, she won a contest, the most, the quote, most beautiful college co-ed contest which came with a Universal Pictures contract. And uh, she did several pictures. Her most notable was The Black Cat. I think uh, that's the early 30s. I think it was 1933 or 34, something like that, with uh, Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. So that's pretty good company. Like I said, that was her big role. Then things kind of tapered off after that, and it said that uh, the last... Out of her last four roles, the last three of which were uncredited. So, we can see how, you know, she kind of was falling out of the limelight, obviously, there at the end. C'est la vie. So, she calls uh, she calls him Daisy here, calls, uh, calls him Popsy Wopsy. And she convinces him to shave his sideburns. She said, you know, she says, they tickle. And so she leaves. She says she's got to go. But we're getting married at 3 o'clock. Don't forget. So the boys break in. She leaves. The boys break in. Uh, they race for the table full of food where dad, they, you know, they confront dad. You know, you can't leave mom. And uh, he bribes them. Slaps all three of them across the face and sends them shopping for new clothes. <laughs> so here we are, hat shopping. Cut to the haberdasher. And uh, Curly keeps putting on this newsboy hat. And Mo keeps taking it off and handing him uh, fancy hats. Derby hats, top hats, all these different bowlers. All kinds of different fancier hats. And uh, Curly keeps taking them off. And puts his, you know, he puts the newsboy hat back on. And uh, at one point, he throw, Mo takes it off and throws it. And it circles around and around and around like a boomerang. And they watch, you know, they look up and watch something, you know, going circling. And it comes around and lands back on Curly's head. So they end up settling on a hat that's just way too big for Curly, which is funny. So then we cut to Daisy. She's walking into a room and these two guys playing cards. The one guy says, hey, baby, you know, it's that kind of thing. Uh, she says, I got the wedding scheduled for, I got the wedding scheduled for today at three, you know, 
and so he's a gangster and uh it's, it's a couple of gangsters playing cards and she's the she's the gangster's mall you know so eddie lawton plays the gangster he uh he had kind of an interesting little story he once managed a vaudeville theater where larry fine was playing or played and eventually i guess obvi- he got his career evidently from thanks to larry um, who recommended him for a contract and he ended up getting a contract you know in hollywood i forget what studio if it must if it was universal or maybe it was through columbia cuz that's where they worked so it must have been through columbia so when not shooting when the stooges were not shooting he traveled eddie traveled with the boys as their straight man for personal appearances and he traveled to England for their tour of the UK in 1930, in the mid to late 30s. 39, I believe. So anyway, the gangster here and uh, and Daisy, the plan is to kill Popsy and go to Europe and, quote, spend the old guy's dough. The boys come out of the shop and uh, Curly doffs his, uh, doffs his hat at some ladies, tips his hat. And uh, there's the newsboy hat underneath, which is kind of a funny little bit. They end up crossing this. They're walking across the street, and Daisy, driving, sees them. And she says, oh, Popsy. She says, oh, Popsy, you shaved your sideburns. Oh, come along. The brother's at my wedding's penthouse. And so they all jump in the car, and off they go. And so uh, here we go. The guests are arriving. And the boys are standing near uh, near the bar. There's an island, like a kitchen island, except for like it's a little bar island. Uh, that's pretty neat. It's got all these really cool like Art Deco bottles and shakers and stuff. It's really cool of the day, you know, early 30s. Well, 37, late 30s. Curly is nervous about getting married. And so they say, have a drink. And Mo says, make him a, a sarsaparilla frappini. <laughs> sounds kind of funny. Sounds like something that people would drink today. Come to F- Starbucks and get the new sarsaparilla frappini. You know, for a limited time at McDonald's. The sarsaparilla frappini. Anyhow, Larry uh, Larry pours, uh, he takes a liquor bottle and just starts, he's kind of sprinkling it in his hair like it's a tonic. <laughs> it's kind of funny. He says, won't Pa sizzle when he hears you married his girl to Curly. And Curly says something along the lines of, well, wait till he finds out how now his daughter is, or now, wait till he finds out that his, what was supposed to be his wife is now his daughter. <laughs> and then Curly starts stealing all the silver off the bar, all like the, the, ser- the serving tray and goblets and whatnot. So Mo starts chasing Curly for stealing. He, he admonishes him, and then, then Curly runs off, and he's chasing him. So they end up running the other room, and they overhear the gangster's plans, where it would, you know, as soon as they marry, as soon as they finish getting married, we push him out the window, and he'll fall 14 floors to his death, you know. So here's Dad now, cut to Popsy here, waiting at the church, and he's calling around, looking for his bride-to-be, can't find her. And he realizes, oh, well, I'll go to the brother's penthouse. So now he's off to the penthouse. So meanwhile, at the penthouse, Curly has fainted because he doesn't want to get married. And they say, uh, and the guys say, well, we can't push him out the window because there's too many witnesses. So we'll, we'll lure him in here into the hallway and we'll push him down the elevator shaft. That's better. 
And so, uh, Curly sneaks away at one point, and Dad arrives. And so he pulls up the, he arrives up the elevator shaft, and they end up pushing him down the elevator shaft. And Curly sees a gangster at the bottom of the stairs and runs back up. Now he sees the gangsters at the top of the stairs who think it's, you know, the, who think that it's Dad who they push down the stairs, and they they start chasing him. So that happens several times. Elevator opens, it's curly. It goes down down again, you know. Somebody, then Curly runs up the stairs. So at one point the guy says, Say, are we drunk? They must be twins, you know, one guy says after several mishaps. So the boys run. They run to the they're up on the patio on the penthouse, you know, for the wedding. So they run out onto the patio, which so there's nowhere to go, and they look down and there's you know, they're fourteen floors up, it said. So there's nowhere to go, so they decide to climb the flagpole, you know, straight up in the air, nowhere to go. So they climb up, Curly's sitting right on top, the other two are hanging on the sides, you know. And the gangsters come running up and they pull the bolt and the flagpole tips down. And so the boys are hanging over the street, and they end up falling. They drop on an awning and bounce, and they land on top of a guy on the street who breaks their fall, and they pick it up, pick him up, and it's no, lo and behold, it's Popsy, you know. He's out cold. So they drag him, they grab him by his ankles, and they drag him. They say, let's get him home to Ma, and they drag him down the street to Ma, and that's the end. The end. <laughs> So, this one got uh, about 8.5 out of 10 on threestooges.net. That's, that's, that's a pretty good, I would agree with that, 8.5. It's a pretty funny one. There's some, there's some good bits. The, uh, the hat bit, or the bit at the hat shop, I think, is especially, especially funny. Curly's um, facial expressions and whatnot in that, in that whole thing, that whole scene are very subtle, and, uh, you know, it really shows that Curly was, you know, the, the the breakout star of them, you know. He was a lot more than just, uh, you know, spinning around on the floor. Although, that was funny too, don't get me wrong. So this one was, uh, well, speaking of Curly, before we get to that, this one, uh, during the filming of this, during all that elevator, falling down the elevator bit, Curly actually fell and cut his head badly on a two-by-four in the uh, prop elevator shaft. He was not taken to the hospital. They brought the studio physician over, where he had several stitches and some painkillers, and they kept right on going. Just a couple of hours of uh, delay. The workhorse, you know, stooges were right back at it. And in the hat scene... In the hat shop scene where he's trying on the hats, you can actually see in a couple of bits. You can see the uh, stitches where he's, you know, the wound on his head, basically. So this one was remade in 1953 with Shemp in the role of Curly. It was called Up in Daisy's Penthouse. And uh, we'll get to that one after a while. And so that's going to do it for another episode. I think that was a... That was a funny one. Um, there's some good bits in it. There's some good stuff. So anyway, I have been your host, Gabriel Russo. 
I hope you will join me again. If you like the show, please go to uh, iTunes or wherever you wherever you get the show and give us a good review. You can go to anchor.fm and uh, listen to it there. You can go you can go to the Patreon. You can go to Potomatic.com and on that uh, homepage, on that uh, on my podcast page there, there's a Patreon if you'd like to support the show with a couple of bucks. Um, that would be fantastic. Um, I know the show is sporadic and I always apologize and that's going to that's gonna just keep, that's going to be a central theme of the show going forward. But I am going to finish. And uh, anyway, that was episode 22 and uh, that was a great one. So I hope you enjoyed it. And join me again next time for episode number 23 of Three Stooges Throwback. Thanks for listening. Bye.